St. Luke, the 18th chapter, verses 28 through 30. St. Luke, the 18th chapter, verses 28 through 30. If you have it, say amen. Amen. Let's read. Call Mahalabi. As I say unto thee, there is no one in the left house, or persons, or brethren, or wife, or children, for the kingdom of heaven's sake. And shall receive manifold more in this present time and in the world to come, life everlasting. Amen. Bow your heads all over the building. Most Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray for this congregation right now. We bind everything that would hinder, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray, O oh God, that you would strengthen your people, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Pray that, O oh God, you'd bless those, O oh God, that are sick, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Send forth your healing touch for Sister Marcia today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Ah, God, we pray, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, that you would anoint these services, Lord. Anoint your people, O oh God. Elevate our minds and our hearts, O oh God, that we may understand what the Spirit speaketh to the church in the last days. O oh God, in the name of Jesus, give your manservant clarity of thought, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. In Jesus' name we pray. You may be seated. The subject this morning is serving the Lord will pay off. With the subtopic payday. When you look at the church and where we are right now, we seem to be focusing more on the natural than we are of the spiritual. We have become part of the me, myself, and I generation. And I want it now. Sometimes we get lost in the service of God or withholding ourselves from the service of God because we want instant gratification when really for the child of God, payday comes later, not right now. And the enemy always have us focusing on right now. When you look at the reason why it's harder to serve God now than it's ever been is because we have so much competition now with God. The amount of saints now have to work on Sundays. And you look at not only do the work 
on Sundays, but it's hard now to even keep our mind stayed on the Lord. It's harder now to serve God than it's ever been. When you look at even in the Bible, we must keep in remembrance of what Joshua, the 24th chapter in the 15th verse said. As for me in my house, we're going to serve the Lord. We're going to work for the Lord. We're going to do what it is necessary to do to be saved. When we look at what does, what, what, why, why is it so difficult to serve the Lord right now? Because we've got our minds so divided in so many things. Sometimes we come to the house of God trying to get something from God, but we don't know how to get in touch with God now because we've got so many other gods that is competing for the place of God. We have not given up the things that, that we need to give up in order to wholly search after God. When you look at even the text, it's talking here about a rich young ruler. He had the financial status and he had everything that he had, but he wanted to turn back. And, and to go and, uh, and to, uh, 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 to, to go back into, uh, I believe it was, the, to bury the dead or, uh, or to turn around for some insignificant reason. But you know that when we, uh, as children of God, we spend a lot of times now turning around. He, Jesus told him that let the dead go and bury the dead. Uh, but you know that when we begin to talk about the word of God and how he should, uh, uh, he should uh, serve God and he began to tell him that I did these things from my youth up. We always want to make ourselves look good. Uh, do I have anybody in the house? We always want to make somebody believe we did the best we could. When we actually know we didn't do quite enough. It's sort of like taking a test. You know, if you studied a little bit and you studied a whole lot. And then, you know, if you put all your heart into it. Uh, but somehow we want to manipulate and shortchange God in the service of God. Uh, we begin to look at uh, in, in Acts the 17th chapter in the verse in, in the 25th verse. Uh, Nor is he that served God talking about the service of God. Uh, he is not served by human hands as though he needs anything. Uh, since he himself giveth all mankind life, breath, and everything. Uh, we've got the service of God confused with ourselves. Uh, you praise folk because you're going you're gonna to need them again. Uh, but you don't praise God because uh, he needs you. You praise him because you know you're going to need him again. 
I wish I had somebody. A whole lot of times we want to shortchange God and go after what we want to go after. The real, real deal is you've got to serve God with all your heart, in all your mind, and all your soul. I don't know if you ever had a so-called friend, but there's a difference between a so-called friend and a real deal friend. There's a difference between a brother and a so-called brother. Somebody that's going to be there even when you don't do what it is they think you ought to do. But they're going to be there. You can find whatever category you want to put it in. You're going to find the real deal and you're going to find the false. But one thing that you must remember about God. God is the cream of the crop. He is like no other. When you begin to look at Jesus, he was our first example of service. You find it in Matthew 10 and 45. The Son of Man came not to serve, not to be served rather, but to serve and give his life a ransom for many. And we can't serve for one hour. Oh my God. We can't serve God because we're too busy bowing to everything but God. We can't serve God because we serve our flesh. We've exalted ourselves above all that is called God. So we can't be thankful for what God did. I feel like preaching here. You mean to tell me we need to watch how we call ourselves serving God. We always want to have a pity party. You know me. Poor me. Life ain't like I have it. I don't get what I want. Every time I make my lemon lemonade, it's too bitter. I come to tell you, you don't deserve no happiness. If you can't serve God, you don't deserve no joy. If the joy of the Lord can't be your strength, hallelujah. You want to tell the devil to make you happy, but it won't come down to God. You want to blame God because you ain't happy. I feel like preaching here. David said in Psalm 100 in verse 2 serve the Lord with gladness you mean to tell me you came to church but you didn't bring your joy you mean to tell me you came to sing in the choir but you didn't come happy you mean to 
tell me you came to prayer meeting but you didn't come with joy down on the inside you mean to tell me you come to hear the preach word of God but ain't got no joy in your soul you need the joy of the Lord in your soul you've got to serve God with joy on the inside the biggest mistake we make as people we want somebody else to make us happy I think and praise God that I grew up in the time that I grew up in we were poor can I say it like my uncle didn't say we were poor boy and we didn't have much but one thing that I relish the fact that what we had we appreciated what we had we took care of what we had we got our hammer down and we took good care of we got our hammer down shoes but we took good care of it somebody gave us a couch we took good care of it whatever we were given we thank God and we took good care of it cause one thing we know didn't nobody owe us nothing hallelujah now we come to the house of God we want to serve God like he owes us something no he done already died he don't owe you nothing you want to be a sourpuss you want to be down in the dumps that's your fault hallelujah so serve God is a dinner demonstration of your love for him through a love service what are you saying there is a proven fact if you don't love God you won't love me and if you don't love God I don't expect you to love me cause you the first commandment is love the Lord thy God with all your heart and so here you got folk that'll come to the house of God but they want their God to bow down to them no baby you got it twisted God don't owe you nothing he don't even owe you the breath that he let you breathe that is his he don't owe you the food that your body digests that is a gift of his he don't owe you the sight that you see that is a gift from him he don't owe you the hearing that you hear that is a gift from him if you want to be foolish throw away your 
time that you ought to be giving God praise, giving God service, giving God love, and thanking and praising God for what he's doing in your life. Hallelujah. I come to tell somebody, you don't wait until you get down to praise God. You'll never get up if you wait until you're down to start praising God. You praise him while you're up and you'll never get down. I wish I had a church when you begin to get out of yourself. A whole lot of us need a divorce from our nasty self. Yeah, baby. I said it like a minute. In a minute like I said it. You nasty, dirty, low down and no good. God didn't deserve to die for my low down nerdy self either. Hallelujah. But he volunteered. He couldn't find nobody else to do it. You served the devil and he wouldn't do it. He made her even ask the devil, will you die for this fool? The devil said, ain't no way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. And whatever sin you find yourself wrapped up in is like bacon, baby. You did it because it was good. Go ahead and eat your bacon wrap. Hallelujah to God. I ain't got no crocodile tears left for myself. Don't expect none for you. Hallelujah. I learned a long time ago. Cry. And the world cries with you. Laugh and you'll be by yourself. I'd rather laugh and be by myself. I don't like pity parties. Hallelujah. I don't like to feel blue. Let me ask you a question. How can you in the Holy Ghost allow you to stay blue? Hallelujah. David said, when I think of the goodness of Jesus, not David, but when, when, when the church said, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah, I praise God for saving me. One writer said, when the church down here shouts hallelujah, the angels out there sings hallelujah, I'm going to sing and I'm going to shout my hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. 
when when uh, we as the church uh, get it right, uh, then we could go home. Uh, hallelujah to God. Uh, have you ever wondered uh, why God uh, does not seem uh, to be enjoyed uh, when we get sour uh, and we get down uh, and when we don't want to serve him? Uh, hallelujah. Uh, a lot of times uh, we reflect what's going on uh, on the inside. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, I don't know about you. Uh, ain't got a whole lot of money, uh, but I'm not going to a restaurant uh, and I'm not going to sit down uh, when the waitress was supposed to be serving me. Uh, overlook my table uh, and go get somebody else uh, that came in after uh, I did uh, I'm not going out like that uh, now can you imagine uh, God steps down uh, we're supposed to be serving him uh, but we can't serve God because uh, another God came in after him uh, and didn't do for him I did for you what he did hallelujah I don't know about you but I don't care you need to realize and you need to define what it means to serve God that means you are bona fide servant you come to do well for God whatever needs to be done you don't care if it's dumping the wash pot you don't care yes I'm here to serve the Lord until I die hallelujah all service, service to God is accomplished through the power which he supplies wait a minute now you think you're doing something uh -uh. who made those hands God did who made those arms God did who made those legs God did who called your vocal cords uh, to able to pronounce and produce sound uh, God did uh, ain't nothing you got uh, belongs to you uh, it belongs to God and you have the audacity to not to serve and gonna be surprised when you wake up in hell your show going Serve means, according to the Merriam-Webster, to be a servant, to be of use. You mean to tell me, have you ever had some stuff in your house, such a cocoa, that you just can't use no more? You start calling it junk. Stuff, you, if you notice that, you give it a different category. Isn't it a shame to be a piece of junk in the house of God? Not fit for service in the house of God? It also means 
to perform a duty of service for others. You can't serve God and you can't serve others for the kingdom of God. You didn't know that's how other folks get in the kingdom of God depicted on how you serve God. Some of you need to examine the light that you're showing. Some of you need to remember the status. They lied to you. You ain't all that in a bag of chips. They lied to you. Your boo-boo do stink. They lied to you. You ain't the only one. They lied to you. You running out of time, baby. They lied to you. Because serving the Lord is going to pay off for the saints after a while. You should be excited about the fact you had to let some people go to serve God. You should enjoy the fact that folks walked away from you and left you serving God. You should enjoy the fact that your children don't like you because you served God. You should enjoy the fact that your mother and father forsook you because you served God. You gave them up for the service of God. You let the world go for the service of God. I didn't come to do a 20-hour week. I come for the whole week. I'm not a part-timer in the kingdom of God. What about you? You brag about your hour. You know, it's a shame that society have dictated how we're how how we're important to society, depicting on the wage. Some of us don't even do minimum wage service. Minimum wage service for the kingdom of God. Uh, uh, is it ten dollars? You want $10 an hour, and you can't give God one hour. Remember when he asked the disciple, can you watch with me one hour? And you ain't even minimum wage in the kingdom of God. Go on and serve McDonald's meat that won't rot. Eat his french fries that won't evaporate. Hallelujah. You are a minimum wage saint. Can't amount to nothing in the kingdom of God. God ain't got no place for no part-time saints. God ain't got no place for no visiting saints. Y'all do know that, don't you? If not, let me go on record for you. God ain't got no spot in heaven 
for no visitors. <laughs> Hallelujah. You got to be planning on going to stay. Ain't no visitors going to heaven. Ain't no spectators going to heaven. You got to be fully vested to go to heaven. You know, I, I listen to folks in the world on my job talk about their 401k and all that other stuff and how they're trying to get taxes and put their money in this fund and that fund. You know what? I'm, I'm glad Jesus is my fund. Hallelujah. He'll take their money and give it to me somehow. If I need it. We want to invest in this world and not invest in the kingdom of God. How is serving God going to pay off for you? If you think that I'm shucking and jiving with you, go to a foreign country. You are a citizen of the United States. Go to another country and demand some kind of rights that the people of that country get on a natural basis and watch them return you, turn you down. You're not even a citizen. And how dare you ask us? We don't owe you nothing. You're not going to get anything based on your citizenship. You're going to try to be a citizen of the devil's kingdom and going to try to get the, uh, the rewards for God's kingdom. He got a phrase for you. Depart from me. I don't know you. You want to reap from my kingdom where you did not sow nothing into my It's like paying taxes. You know, a lot of sick, slick folks didn't pay taxes in their early years. And got over to middle age and didn't want to work and didn't work. And then when they get into old age, you ain't putting nothing up. You can't draw nothing down. You might get some SSI. And it's going to be bare minimum. You were too slick to work and we didn't take none of your money and you can't get none of ours. So you get what you put in. So you got to make sure you work like nobody business for the kingdom of God. You working for yourself. You better take some taxes out for yourself. Because they sure going to tell you. You didn't put nothing in. You sure can't get nothing out. So to the folks that that, that, that relish the fact that you're in the kingdom of God. You got to get busy if you want the benefits of eternal life. It doesn't just come because you come to church. 
But you got to serve the Lord while it's day because night cometh and no man shall work. You'll be working at night. Night can come in two fashions. Come in the old age. You can't work for God in your 90s. Verse the fact you may never get there. You can't serve God with, with arthritis and bursitis and you blind. Can you imagine your testimony? The Lord can heal you. The Lord can heal you. Who going to believe you? Well, the first thing they're going to say to you, well, what happened to your healing? They're going to ask you that. They got a right to ask you that. Well, I don't mean no harm, but what happened in your case? You're going to need to do whatever you want to do for the Lord because the time is now. And it's time for the church to get on fire trying to serve the Lord. Why do you say that? Because Can I be honest with you? We don't know who the coronavirus is going to take out. But it's going to take somebody out. Because if it's a plague and it's sent from heaven, the plague is going to do what the plague God sent the plague to do. He's going to bring folks to their knees that's calling on some of these false gods. And he's going to ask you, hey, can your God heal you? All these countries that got all these false gods, they've been hit pretty hard. Nobody is exempt. God is causing a visitation around the world. And now, they ain't got to go nowhere. It's coming to them. You know it's something when the dog get it. The dog got it. Payday. 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 It's on its way. And you know, know, but the thing about it, payday ain't for the world. There are at least five judgments that the Bible talks about that's going to hit this world. The judgment seat of Christ. Where believers works called the judgment seat of Christ is the is where they're gonna be judged. The judgment regarding Israel, the time of Jacob's trouble. The judgments of the nations. This is gonna be at the end of the tribulation. All those folks that came into battle against God. The judgments 
of the fallen angels. This is going to be the judgment. But we're going to get payday. They're going to get judgment. The judgment of the unbelieving dead. I don't believe that. Go on, you ain't got to. You ain't got to believe nothing. You ain't even got to come to church. You ain't got to do nothing. But you're still going to have to go to the judgment. I didn't believe. That still ain't stopped nothing. You you said I wasn't going to be here. You said I wasn't God. You said I wasn't God. You said I didn't exist. Here I am. And the first thing you're going to do is bow. (laughs) The first thing the unbelievers are going to do is bow. Just in his presence. His presence going to make them come down. Since we ought to be glad of the fact. Payday is coming for the child of God. Hallelujah. Then there's going to be a reward. Lord have mercy. Hallelujah. We ain't got to feel bad about being saved. You ain't got to feel bad about being a man or woman that's saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost and fire baptized. Got Jesus on our side and we're running for our life. Hallelujah. Brag about we speak in tongues as the Spirit of God give the others. Hallelujah. Glad to say I fast and I pray and I call on the name Jesus. Payday is coming after a while. Webster Divine Payday is a day when somebody is paid for, paid or expect to be paid for their wages. Yeah. Lord, Coco, all that stuff you've been through, yeah. everything they said about you, yeah. everything they did to you, yeah. how they lied on you, Larry. Payday is coming after a while. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, folks plotted against you. They lied and scandalized your name. But God sent me to tell you, hang on, church. Payday is coming after a while. Don't you go nowhere. Don't you try to check out. Don't you stay at home. Keep on coming. Even if coming get unpopular, you keep on siding to make heaven your home. Because payday's coming after a while. Payday is coming. Isn't it amazing? Jesus knows everything you had to give up for the kingdom's sake. Lord have mercy. 
couldn't get the promotion because you came to church. <laughs> they didn't like you on the job, so they overlooked you and gave the promotion to somebody because you were the tongue talker. You were the Jesus name. Cheated you out your grades in school because you were saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized. Cheated you. Did you in? Because you took Jesus for yours. Lord have mercy. Payday is on his way. Hallelujah. 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 This is what he said in Matthew the fifth chapter, the twelfth verse. Rejoice and be glad. Look at it how God said, hey, hey, uh, don't you hold your head down. You hold your head up and get some happiness. Put a smile on your face. Get some joy in your soul. For your, re your reward in heaven is great. You, you, you expected a little bit you expecting a little bit for what you had to go through? You got a great reward in heaven. And you're expecting a little bit. For in the same way that they persecuted the prophets, which was before you. This ain't new for saints. This ain't new that they don't like you. It ain't new that they're trying to extort you and use you. Luke 6 and 23. Be glad in that day and leap for joy. Lord, jump on your feet. For behold, your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way you, the, their father used to treat the prophet, they treat you. Now that, 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 now that ain't true if you they can't, re they can't recognize you they can't recognize ain't nothing different about you <laughs> that ain't true if they can't you know if you just you know a Sunday morning saint you just a saint when you come to church that ain't true now that ain't you let me go on record that ain't you Revelations 22 and 12 Behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me to render to every man according to what, his, what he has done, to render unto every man according to what he has done. You can't sow pineapples, cocoa, and pick up peanuts. You got to sow as a saint to reap as a saint. Now those of you that sowing not as a saint and don't want to reap as a saint, you ain't getting nothing. Consider Hebrews 11. Don't want that one. No, 3 and 14. Philippians 3 and 14. I press toward the goal for the prize 
over the upper calling of God in Christ. You got to press, saints. When your flesh don't want to act right, you still got to press. When you want to let the devil use your lips, you got to put your hand on your mouth and you got to shut up and press. You got to go through like a child of God in order to reap the benefits of the children of the kingdom. Give you more. Luke 19 and 15. When he returned after receiving the kingdom, he ordered that these slaves who, whom, he, whom he had given money to be called to him so that they might know what business they had done. The first appeared saying, Master, for mine had made ten more and he said unto them, well done, good slave, because you have been faithful in a very little thing. You will be in authority over ten cities more. You got to be faithful with what he gave you to do. You got to be faithful with what he gave you to do. You can't be faithful for me. You know, people can't understand when you stop doing what you're doing in order to do what God told you to do. They can't understand that. But that's being faithful. Not to them, but to him. And God requires faithfulness. Over you, your family, and everybody else. I've heard folks say that, remember specific instances, if you don't say nothing, they won't even know I'm talking about you. So I'm going to give it a heads up now. God told an individual, leave your family. I ain't talking about husband and wife now. But God told them to leave their family. They couldn't understand what God was telling. God was telling, you got to make a choice. You're, when your emotions and life is wrapped around folks to the point where you can't do what God wants you to do. He's telling you, you got to leave them to follow me. I couldn't tell her that. God had to tell them that. And when you follow God, you're better off for it. He writes it down. So she's got to get something new when she gets to the kingdom. You know, in this, this, this here version, there's another version of the same thing. But what, I, what was striking to me, uh, in Matthew, the 19th chapter, verses fall, came out about the same thing, 18 through 30. But in Luke, he said, you get a manifold blessing. You get a multiplied, multiplied, multiplied blessing. 
You ain't going to just get one set. You may get 10 sets for what you gave up. God does the multiplying. And if you look at it close, it not only talks about there, but also here. And you want to be foolish and not give God all that God's requiring for you to give him? I've noticed something about God, and, and I get tickled. And I'm going to share it with you now. God knows because I told him. The stuff that I wanted to do, God wouldn't let me do it. But I looked at my daughter and my son. They're doing everything that I wanted to do. May I add, effortlessly. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It proves that it was a gift. Uh-huh. It's not so much them. It's, it's the gift of God that God is doing. Why? Because I served him. If you would serve God, there's no telling what he'd do for you. Uh-huh. I told you, I don't know how many times. I wanted to go to school. God said, no. Woo! I wanted me an education. I wanted, me, I wanted to be me somebody. Fame. I want to live forever. <laughs> God said no. But I lack the doors that he's opening for my children. And it makes me want to serve him even more. Because God is true concerning his promises. Payday's coming. After a while. If you ain't doing nothing, you don't deserve to get nothing. You can't get a blessing from a child of God. God, it is God that opened windows and opened doors for the children of God. He told told, prove me herewith. Try me. If you serve me, if you have some doubts about, try me for one year. Do everything I want you to do for one year. Watch, won't I make a difference in the year? Look at what he did with between Jacob and Laban. Everything that Laban tried to cheat Jacob out of, he kept changing and God kept changing because God knew that Jacob served him. And Laban served a whole bunch of idol gods. Idol gods. Serving a bunch of idol gods. Serving a bunch of idol gods. Serving a bunch of gods that made of nothing. Made of wood and stone and stubble. Made of gold and silver that God made. Ain't a God out there made nothing they said. They had to borrow God's stuff. 
tell them to go out there and make another world if they so much of a God. They can't even duplicate what God did. And dumb folks serving him. Can I say something? Hopefully this further down the tape. So if one of the radio won't hear it. But I'm sure going to say it. In a bunch of us. We used to have much more gumption and much more smarts than that. We used to have just simple smarts. And now we done reason ourselves on our way to hell. Becoming deep in junk. And stuff that was never found. We done went out and got so much stuff to the cause uh, we, we, we this and we that. You ain't nothing. If God didn't make you nothing, you ain't nothing. We the king. Why you acting like a chump then? We the raw seed. Why you acting like the servant then? You should have a little bit more get up and go about yourself. If you're a king. If you're a king. Why folks telling you oh, what you need to do and you doing everything and you ain't the leader, you the follower. And I heard the king was a leader. You following everybody but Jesus. Can I be real? I'm going to be real. That's why they don't know if they want to be a man or a woman. It's like a chicken trying to bark like a dog. You look at the dog looking at you, you can't do that, you're a chicken. No, I can do that because I feel like I'm a dog. Roof, roof, roof. <laughs> Let me know if you see a chicken barking. You know what People, people are so gullible because they want to feel like they're in something. Why can't you just relish the fact you're in church? Why can't you just be enjoying the fact that you, you're trying to be saved? Why can't you just enjoy the fact that God called you out? You heard him call you. There's no doubt about God called you out and you, you came out. Because other than that, you couldn't have got over here. You queen. You king. I live in the ghetto. Come on now. Come on. At least do some reason, sensible reasoning here. When you done seen a poor queen and a poor king? From royalty. Why are you acting like you ain't? <laughs> My amen cornered and got louder than me. <laughs> Why are you acting like you ain't? <laughs> now, 
it's just like that. The saints and got quiet in the world and got loud. What's wrong with that picture? You know, I tell you, I tell you what's wrong with it. The folks in the church and got ashamed of God. That's what that happened. They got ashamed. They got ashamed of God. Folks, are you, are you part of that holiness move? Yes. 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 Ah, uh, we run, we holler, we squall, we shout. You ain't no telling what you might see. We gonna do. We ain't ashamed to serve God. Not at our church. Now you may go somewhere else. I'm not responsible for them out there. But I still. I, but you know what? We ought to be ashamed of some of them folks out there. When they're clowning in the halls. When they're talking all loud and ghettoish. When they're acting like ain't nobody ain't never been in their home and had no home train. It shows you what kingdom they're in. The kingdom of light operates different from the kingdom of the world. Using all those four-letter words. They want to know what you're looking at. I thought you was the entertainment. Do you do flips too? Is that the deepest of your conversation? Four-letter words? Let's get a four-letter word. What kingdom are you going to be in? The one where you get the judgment or the one where you're going to get payday? I know you understand what payday is because it's tax season right now. I hope you didn't lie on them because Uncle Sam got a way of coming back. And they come back with a vengeance. Sound like she's been there before. <laughs> Father, I desire that you also, whom you have given me, be with me where I am, so that they may see my glory which you have given me, for you love me before the foundation of the world. Now Jesus has told God he was there before the foundation of the world. And you think he just got here. Because you believe what them folks said. About him and his relationship. You may have a relationship with Mary Magdalene. But he didn't. You may have some illegitimate children. But he didn't. Not my Jesus. Now, it's a proven record of the fact a whole lot of folks back in that time wanted to name their children Jesus because they knew the Messiah was coming and they were hoping they had it. But you know, if your Jesus act like the devil, he was of the devil, Coco. 
<laughs> Your child, the way he was acting, oh, that can't be my Jesus. Mm-mm. Lord have mercy. He made us as a whole lot of Jesus, even in this day, in the Hispanic community. They got something to spell Jesus. I know, but I think I some spell Jesus. Watch how they save you. They be to curse you out and slap you and stab you. Watch how they delivered you. Be to looked at you like you crazy. Saints, 